Why do you need to fire 80% of your customers in order to grow your business? Listen in and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. Hello, my Dark Horse friends and family. Welcome back to your daily dose of Change My Life in 15 minutes or less learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that's infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or a business owner, and you are here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, business tips, and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. Me, I'm here hitting you with another daily success episode on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur as we dive deep into success with actionable tips, advice, and steps designed to help you level up your game because, as we already know, there's no shortcut to success except for taking those daily steps towards your goal every single day. (laughs) All right, my dark horse friends and family, what you doing while you're listening to this, huh? Working on that body, working on that business, working on creating a business. It it really could be anything. I mean, that's what life is after all. Just do what you got to do. And probably that's why you keep coming back here in order to be smart about that business and that life of yours to see are there easier ways, you know, some tips, some tricks into making it just a little bit easier to get what you want to get done, done. So today, I think I'm going to try and give you one of those tips as we talk about the 80-20 rule and why it's one of the most important things that you can leverage. Now, often it's one of those difficult things that some folks uh, find to wrap their heads around. But once they do, and if you're like me, you might have trouble uh, doing that, right? Because <laughs> it's like, what? what? That, that, did he just say what I think he said? And then you, you find a, it's a bit of a struggle to keep doing it. So for me, it's kind of a learn, do, teach opportunity, right? So let's learn about it, let's implement it, and then let's teach it. That way it drives it a little further ingrained into who you are. And that's why we're here after all. So let's really just get straight into it. Are you following the 80-20 rule? Are you paying attention to the 80-20 rule in all areas of your, oh, wait, What's the 80-20 rule? All right, let me back up. Sorry about that. And I'll tell you. See, uh, the 80-20 rule is the Pareto principle. Basically, it says 80% of the effects or consequences will come from 20% of the cause of any situation or event, right? Which really is kind of a way of trying to instill in you. It's kind of a way to define the unequal relationship that's out there between input and output. Now, if you break it down a bit, 20% of the cause will generate 80% of the effect. So let's look at this from a business perspective. Apply the rule here and you're going to find out about 20% of your customers are giving you, yeah, 80% of your revenue. 20% of your customers are going to be awesome, amazing, and fantastic to work with. Yeah, and guess what that means? Yeah, the other 80%, they're going to be more of a pain in a, well, let's just say they're not going to be quite as cool as the aforementioned 20%. 
and they will make your business life far more challenging to deal with, right? Yeah, yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. It, it's it's that one right there. Now, the 80-20 rule originated as a, a mathematical principle, right? And it, it came from and was named after the esteemed Vilfredo Pareto. Now, what ends up happening in business and relationships and life is you find that overall, 20% of your time is going to be worth anything of real value. And by value, I mean the real results generating value. 20% of your action and input will result in 80% of what you get out of it. So that leaves us with this question. If you could figure out how to get laser focused on that 20% and could reap that 80% of the results, would you think it'd be worth your time? I, I, I know, duh, right? Of course it'd be worth my time. I know it's worth my time to do that. I think what's most what most folks challenging my myself included what most folks are going to find challenging is finding that 80% of what not to deal with i mean think about it when it comes to of those 80% of the less cool customers you probably have already noticed those are the ones that are you know filling up your inbox yeah messaging you on facebook right lighting up your phone banging on your door and they're banging the loudest and the hardest right you're answering that call, you're responding to that email, you're typing out those Facebook messages and on and on and on. And then you're leaning back in your chair going, phew, wow, how the hell did I get so busy, right? So here's the trick to gaining control of your business and of course your life is to pause and to realize that 80% of your sales are coming from 20% of your customer base. So then what's the first thing that you should be doing? Go ahead. Come on. Think about it. You know the answer. I know. You're afraid to admit it, right? Just go ahead. Say it out loud. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You need to fire 80% of your customers. Oh, no. Tracy, I can't do that. No. Yes, you can. Uh, I've been in businesses that have done this and boom, you should have seen the results. I was in a business that was uh, catalog based and it went through and they scrubbed their um, their mailing list and found those 80% of the customers that really weren't worth the effort. You know, one of the uh, one of the KPIs in the catalog world um, is how many dollars per catalog per mailing are you getting back? And when they found those ones that fell below water. Uh, and cut those off. I mean, it's totally cut the circulation. They found they were cutting. It was probably a more like, you know, 76, but it's just about that 80%. But the next time they did a mailing, they only mailed to that remaining uh, above water percentage. Profits went straight through the roof. Now it allowed them to focus. So, and that's where it comes to the next part of the, uh, I wanted to talk to you about. If you're servicing your core customer base well, and you're just left with that 20% that's generating 80% of your, re uh, of your revenue and you fire the rest, you free up so much time, so much of your time, so much of your resources to service that 20% even better. Learn more about what they want and so that you can go out there, find it, create it, and upsell. Remember the customer journey we talked about? And get referrals from them. You'll find that 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 happy spot of effort in the middle of the pendulum swing from too little to too much that gives that 20% of your core customers everything they need plus the extra value add that 
that you add, right? That makes you and your service uniquely you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where you should be focusing your time. Uh, wait, I can hear you now. But, but Tracy, if I bring in more customers, I get more money, right? Well, that depends on the model you're working from. Because if you've already determined the 20% of the clients that are meeting the 80% of your revenue, then yeah, if you bring in another client that matches the profile of that 20%, well, yeah, of course, that means more revenue. And as we talked about in the sales cycle, you, you do need to keep filling up your funnel at the top. But at the bottom, you need to be focused on your perfect client, that profile of that 20%. Now, what happens when one gets through that's not so perfect? Well, yeah, they're, they're going to take a little more time. They're going to take a little more effort. They're going to take a little more hand-holding than originally agreed upon, right? You're going to be burning so many resources beyond what is agreed, uh, the, the, the agreed amount, in order just to get them where they want to be and where you want them to be, right? Because if you're listening to this podcast, you're the type of person that truly wants to help, that wants to deliver results. But what's going to happen is you're going to get that pendulum swinging back over to that lost time side, and then the you know time starts slipping back away from you. So again, I come back to you need to be focusing on the 20% that's generating the bulk of your revenue and then using that to ID whom else uh, can and should step into your sphere of influence. Be clear on who comes in so that you can make it scalable and consistent. So what you can do from here really is, is start paying attention as you go through your day today and over the next few days or over the rest of your business career, right? Pay attention and look around and ask yourself, where are the bulk of your dollars come from? Now pay attention to where the bulk of your problems are coming from because really yeah, that's equally important. Look, I, I, I'm not the first or the last guy you're probably going to hear this from because this this is a core fundamental piece of being in business. So so here's the thing. Uh, I get it. You want to give, right? You're just that kind of person. Again, that's why you're here listening to this. You want to give. You want to give of yourself. You want to give of your knowledge, of your products, services, and benefits, of your heart, and on and on and on. This is the type of person you are, and I totally get it. But here's what I've learned. If you want to give and give and give, Customers will let you. Prospects will let you, will let you. They'll they'll take and take and take. You're right. You've noticed that, haven't you? Yeah. So, in order to really get ahead, to break ahead, you're going to need some bumper room, some space to think, some white space to gather your thoughts and to work from, so that you can take that much needed time to pay attention to those best customers to to give them your best thinking your best thinking should always go to your premium products and services and customers your best thinking why because you are trying to serve your best customers those ones that are there with you all the time consuming your content and paying your bills right now if you think about it you're really you're really not taking away from the others in your business, but what you're doing is you're balancing and controlling your time and resources spent so that you can service both your best and the rest, which probably means you're going to be giving the resulting remaining 20% of your time um, to the rest and giving your 80% of your time to your best. 
Look, here's the thing. I didn't create this rule. Heck, I'm, I'm smart, but I'm not that damn smart, right? But what I do know is that if you violate this rule, or I should say, when you do, your life and your balance is going to feel the pains and turn into a mess. Often slowly over time, right? It's not going to just all be a big splash, right? So I don't want you to become that frog that ends up boiling in that pot of water as the heat is slowly turned up. Keep your time in control. So like I said, take some time today. Look at your business and the what's and the who's of what is generating that 80% of your revenue and 80% of your problems. Pay attention to it. Where are your customer issues coming from? Where are your tech issues or your billing issues coming from? If you see those customers taking up way more resources than they should, you may want to ask them to find a new source uh, that they might find better suited for them. Or maybe you retrain them a little bit just to plain old, or maybe you just say, you know what, I think it's time for us to part ways. Or perhaps you find a better solution for them. You may know somewhere in your network, someone that can service their needs better than you. Now you two can part ways and really feel good about it. All right. Okay. So there you have it. Oh, it's Friday, isn't it already? So with that, I'm going to leave you. I want you to get out there, run your race, get your results, and let me hear about them, right? You've heard me tell you that. I really sincerely mean it. And until Monday, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.